0: Funeral service in Washington. Becoming your own lobbyist on Capitol Hill. A funeral radio special. With Robert M. Fells, Executive Director and General Counsel to the ICCFA. Hello again. This is Bob Fells with the ICCFA. I'm Executive Director and General Counsel of the International Cemetery Cremation and Funeral Association. And uh, today we're going to have a discussion about one of the newest sort of frontiers in the law and the workplace uh, about social uh, media, the use of social media by employees uh, on the business premises during business time and um perhaps for personal use, which isn't really much different than years ago when people, uh, employees using the phone for personal calls during business time. But um, it's gotten into a new level today because employees are posting comments about the workplace, about their coworkers, and about their boss on social media, such as Facebook and Twitter. And it is raising a number of rather new legal questions as far as what can the employer do as far as discipline is concerned when there is a worker making disparaging comments out there on the internet about the company or about the boss himself or herself so uh this is a brand new area of law there aren't too many of those but this is a brand new one and how it affects funeral service is going to be the focus Of our discussion today. As I said, I'm from the ICCFA, and let me just briefly urge you if you have not visited our website yet, speaking of social media, please uh, visit us at iccfa.com or more uh, formally, I guess I should say www.iccfa.com. You will find a treasure trove of uh, industry information. If you're already a member of ICCFA, you'll find information about many uh, benefits and services you may not even know you're entitled to. And if you're not a member, please go to ICCFA.com just to uh, see what the potential could be. I think uh, you'd be delighted. So please check us out when you have a chance. Now back to... Our topic of today, and that is social media networking. First of all, what is social media? I think by now we all know that, whether we use it or not. It's not only email, uh, but also uh, social media interaction sites such as Facebook and Twitter. I guess I should give some um, full disclosure here. I'm certainly on uh, on email. I have a couple different Email accounts Including the business one from ICCFA But I should tell you I have um, Well I guess it's three different Facebook accounts One is a personal one It's pretty much confined to uh, My family and things like that But then I have two Facebook groups That I have and they're both about um, Old movies, I'm an old movie buff Which you may or may not know And I've had a lot of fun meeting people On the internet and changing information And views and things like that Um, I also should point out I have two blogs on WordPress. Uh, One is called the Arliss Archives, which is about my sort of the official biographer of George Arliss. Come and visit the Arliss Archives if you'd like uh, to check us out. The other one is simply called Old Hollywood in Color. And that's just a fun site where um, I take electronically and make many uh, old black and white photos of old stars and famous old movies, and we turn them into color, and they make them look like new. And uh, both of those uh, have been around for a few years, and they're both uh, pretty successful. So, I am no stranger to social media myself, speaking uh, personally, but it is something in the workplace that we've got to uh, watch out for, using it for workplace purposes, by and large, and not for personal or hobby uh, pursuits. So that's social media, any sort of a, uh, a website or Facebook or Twitter or blog that a person may have or may go on to, either to spend time there, to read what's there, or to post what's there. Now, this um, is not necessarily high tech. I mean, years ago, when people used to, uh, workers used to spend time on the phone, on personal phone calls during business hours when they should have been tending to work so this, this itself is an old problem the fact that people are now doing this on the internet uh, just sort of cranks it up a bit but it's still um, an old problem that employers have been grappling with for a long time so just as you'd have to have a policy of limiting personal time on the internet you, you would do that just the same as you would used to limit personal time on phone calls so that much can certain track uh, track history. What is new is where we have employees posting on social media uh, criticism or disparaging remarks about their employer, the company uh, he or she is working for, and oftentimes other people, co-workers. But most mostly, it's the boss or the supervisor that may be the focus of this. Now, you may be saying, "Well, you know, this is a no-brainer." I mean, if say I'm the boss. And I have an employer, employee, a worker, who uh, posts, you know, the boss and names me is a big jerk. Well, that's simple. I'm going to fire that person. I guess that person doesn't want to work here anymore. So goodbye. What What's the big legal question, Bob? Well, let us introduce the National Labor Relations Board, the NLRB. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's an agency of the U.S. Department of Labor and the NLRB um in fact in recent years has become rather political politicized the uh, the board members are presidential appointments and so you have people that are one party or another and sometimes it can become uh very much politicized but that notwithstanding the NLRB in the last few years has ruled on situations where an employee posted disparaging remarks about the company or about the employer, the boss, and is determined there are some instances when certainly the employer um, can terminate or otherwise discipline the employee, but there are other circumstances in which if the employer terminates the employee for the offensive remarks that were posted, uh, that would be considered an unlawful act and the employer is breaking the law. By firing the employee in question, so it's it's important that we know the difference of when you can properly discipline an employee who posts uh, offensive or criticism on the on the web about us or about our company, or when such speech is protected and we cannot uh, discipline or terminate that people. There are four points to determine whether a post on social media that's critical of the boss of the company, is protected by S- Section 7 of the National Labor Relations Act. Uh, four things. First of all, the remark has got to involve terms and conditions of the employment, so it must be workplace-related. Uh, second, the remark has to be a logical outgrowth of some earlier discussion among co-workers about those terms and conditions of employment. The third of the four be directed to or involve other co-workers, not just something for the world to see. So you can see it all has to tie in to the workplace. Issues in the workplace, uh, fellow employees in the workplace. And fourth, the uh, remark is intended to invite or encourage further action from those co-workers. Um, The NLRB, National Relations Board, has also determined that comments that are merely gripes or complaints, especially if not directed to co-workers, are not protected speech under Section 7 of the National Labor Relations Board. In other words, you can fire an employee under these circumstances if they're not uh, clearly work-related and co-worker-related. Now, the NLRB has given us some examples of both. Examples of unlawful policies or practices in which the employer unlawfully terminated an employee, and then we have some lawful practices where the employer was able to lawfully fire the worker or the employee for the disparaging remark such as it is. So first, let's look at the NLRB's examples of unlawful practices where the employer was wrong to fire the employee. There's there's three of them. And these are a matter of of public record, by the way. This isn't just sort of a a theory or something. These are incidents that actually happened, were brought to the National Labor Relations Board for determination, and this is how the board held. So these are real-life examples. These really happened. First of all, it's unlawful. To terminate an employee who made and received comments about her supervisor on a Facebook page whom she called, she called her supervisor, and this is a direct quote from the public, she made uh, she called her employer a, quote, scumbag, unquote. One of the nice things about working in the law is you, you get to quote certain things you probably wouldn't want to say otherwise, but if it's a matter of record and you're simply quoting the record, well, then that's okay. Well, anyway, um, that employee, sounds like a woman, was not... Um, lawfully terminated. It was unlawful when the employer terminated her for that remark she made um, to um, about her supervisor on on her Facebook page. Okay, and it was work related. A second example of an unlawful practice, uh, unlawful termination, is terminating an employee who commented on a face on a, on a co worker's Facebook page that their manager was, and here's another wonderful quote, quote, such an asshole, unquote, for improperly deducting taxes from their pay. Well, I don't know if this supervisor was uh, deducting excess taxes from the pay, but certainly um, it's a legal duty to deduct at least proper taxes from the pay. But clearly in this one, you can see this was work-related. This was an employee had a complaint about the supervisor deducting uh, taxes from the pay. I guess complaining was deducting too much, and decided to call the uh, the supervisor. Uh, not a very nice word. Um, one can see why the supervisor, upon learning that, would have liked to have said the classic "You're fired," like Donald Trump you know, on his TV show. But in this case, no, because it was related to working conditions, in this case, the payment deduction of payroll taxes, that speech by the employee was protected. okay Now we have uh, one more example of an unlawful practice, unlawful termination. And this is a terminating an employee who posted pictures of and sarcastic comments about food and beverages that were served by his company as part of a sales promotion event. Well, here you can clearly see this was a work-related, some sort of a sales promotion event. Uh, it was catered, or in other ways, some sort of food and beverage service was provided by the employer. The employee didn't think much of it. I guess thought it was pretty chintzy, um, and uh, decided to criticize it, including with pictures, Um Uh, on the site. So again, that is work related. And so that was protected speech. Now, when I say that the employer was unlawful in terminating the employees in these three situations that we just discussed, um, it doesn't mean that the uh, relationship between the employer and the employee is going to necessarily be in great shape. I would think the, um, any sort of uh, raises that are within the uh, boss's discretion in the future, that employee may not get much of a raise in the future, things like that. Uh, but as far as terminating the employee and terminating because of the remark itself, uh, that employee is protected. Right Now, the National Labor Relations Board has helpfully given us three examples, and these are also things that came before them for adjudication, three examples of lawful Policies and practices by which the employer terminated the employee for an improper uh, posting on social media. Here's the first one that was lawful. It was lawful to terminate an employee who posted inappropriate comments about mentally disabled patients she cared for. Uh, she posted during a Facebook conversation with two friends who were not co workers. I think that was important. So she was talking about inappropriate comments about patients, sort of like customers she cared for, and to two friends who weren't even coworkers. It was hard to say that this was a workplace-related conversation. So the termination in this case was perfectly lawful by the employer. Here's another example that is, is lawful. Terminating a bartender who commented on Facebook about his employer's tipping policy And called customers, quote, rednecks, unquote, and hoped they choked on glass as they drove home drunk. What a a nice bartender. Anyway, the uh, employer fired that person and the NLRB said, we don't have any problem with that. Again, it's more of uh, commenting on the customers, some commenting on the employer's tipping policy, but it was not done to fellow employees, apparently, just done generally out there. So that termination was considered lawful. And one more I have, uh, this is, again, a lawful termination, where um, the employer maintains a policy that requires employees to respond to all media questions. That is like the news media. If you get a call, hi, this is the Washington Post or something, and I have a question about your, your company or something your company is doing, uh, the employees are supposed to refer all such media questions and say they are not authorized to comment on behalf of the employer and they should take the name and number of the media organization and call, call, that convey that information to the company's public affairs office, um, to fire someone who did not follow that policy, but undertook to speak on behalf of the company or apparently on behalf of the company to a, a news outlet was considered that was a valid and reasonable rule. And when the employee violated it, um, The law; the employee could be lawfully terminated. Okay. Um, In general, though, stepping back and saying, "Well, where does that leave us?" I think it leaves us here, and I does I does think for once I think it gives us something to work with here. Uh, Basically, social media policies in the workplace that you might have in your employee um, handbook. Social media policies are usually found unlawful by the National Labor Relations Board if they are vague or overly broad. For example, prohibiting inappropriate or improper language will be found unlawful. Well, what is, you know, inappropriate or improper language? It could be something that um, you think is just perfectly fine, maybe slang or something, but maybe someone, maybe someone in an older generation might take offense with. Well, that's too vague, saying, well, that's inappropriate, so you're fired. That's a little bit too vague. It doesn't really give employees uh, adequate notice. However... NLRB said that prohibiting profanity, threats, or intimidation has been found to be a lawful policy. I think we all know what profanity is. I think we all know what a threat sounds like and intimidation as well. So those are much more specific. There's not too much that's vague or overly broad about profanity, threats, or intimidation. Those types of policies in the employee manual will be found to be lawful. And the NLRB will back those up and rule in favor of the employer if they're called in questions. So that's basically it. I have one more point. As new as this area of law is, there actually is one um, uh, court decision out in uh, Minnesota, I believe, was decided just a few years ago um, on uh, the use of Facebook. And this is interesting. It involves funeral service considering this is sort of a frontier area of the law. This involved a junior year mortuary science student. Uh, and she was posting her remarks about what she thought about her course of study. The, uh, the case you can look it up is called, it's a public record. It's called Amanda Tatro, T-A-T-R-O versus the university of uh, Minnesota. And, um, She was disciplined under the university's code of conduct, code of professional conduct for students. She fought that. I think she brought, yes, well, she was the plaintiff. She brought the suit against the university to strike it down, saying that this was her free speech. And if she wanted to post certain things that were critical... Uh, about the uh, mortuary science program on Facebook or whatever vehicle she used, that was constitutional right. Well, what exactly did she do? Well, she did a number of things but among them she posted comments about a cadaver that she was required to work on. She named the cadaver Bernie as I assume that's in recognition of the movie Weekend at Bernie's or something Bernie and she talked about and this is a little more serious, wanting to attack some people with a trocar she also apparently had some disparaging remarks about one or for teachers and everything. Um, the court sided with the university and said, yes, this went too far. This for someone who was training to become a licensed mortician, this was going much too far, was unprofessional and the, uh, the, the disciplinary proceedings against Uh, the student was upheld. So this is one of the first cases to come down and it does involve funeral service. Interesting enough. Uh, The last thing I want to leave you with is a suggestion that if you do not already have this in your employee handbook, you should have a social media policy. So you are putting your workers on notice of what will get them into trouble and why. Um, Instead of asking you to Copy this or make this from scratch. I'm very happy to say that the NLRB uh, has provided all of us with a model uh, social media policy for employers that you can put right into your handbook. I've looked at it, it's pretty good. Uh, if you don't um, have a copy or not sure where, um, contact me. I'll be happy to send you a copy. Uh, Give me your email. I can email it to you if you prefer. I can mail it or fax it to you. But I'll be happy to give you um, a copy of the NLRB approved social media policy for employers. And with that, that will wrap up our discussion uh, today on another uh, area of law. In this case, it's very much of an emerging and developing area of law. So thank you for joining me. I'm Bob Fells with the ICCFA, and I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks a lot. Bye.